yo, welcome to the show. This is Chris to Chris Comedy Advice to Fix Your Life. I am your host, Chris, joined in the studio today by the one, the only, audio engineer, producer extraordinaire, Mr. Mike is in the building. Go ahead and say hi, Michael. You right there, buddy? <clears throat> yeah, sorry. Uh, hi. Hey, Mike. Uh, thank you for the rude introduction. We also have our current best friend in the whole wide world. Mr. Dell is standing on the corner on standby. He's not standing on the corner. He's standing in the corner on standby. Whenever we need him, he's very reliable, very consistent, independent. Dell, let the folks at home know you are real. I'm definitely a real person in the room. Thank you very much, Dell. You guys might know me, Chris, from this show, Chris to Chris. I am the host. Uh, I, 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 I host the show every single week. We got a new podcast every single week. It's available anywhere podcasts are sold for free. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher. Oh, uh, what is it? Spotify? That's the thing we keep bragging about. We're on Spotify now. If you can't find us, just type uh, Chris to Chris and any word associated with the name of this, uh, in the name of an episode. So last week we did uh, Bald Face Bear. So if you type Chris to Chris Bears, it'll probably show up uh, that episode. And then you just hit follow the show. Boom! Boom! We're in your Spotify. Point is, we're trying to get 8 billion people listening to the show, and we want you to be one of them, and we want you to be tracked, right? Like, we want to be invading your privacy, we want Spotify to be uh, uh, collecting information on you so that we can get that information somehow. You know, Spotify is not actually personally sharing that information with me, but I assume once we become a bigger player in the game, Spotify is going to be like, hey, yo, Chris, here's here's the data. Here's the data. We we cut a deal with Joe Rogan. We're paying him millions and millions and millions upon millions of dollars every year. And we'd like to do the same thing for you. So here's the data. So I'm hoping to get that information on you uh, soon. So yeah, please uh, follow us on Spotify or, you know, any podcasting app, like I said, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anything. In fact... One of the things you can do, if you're, I don't know if you're new to the podcast game, but if you're not, you're probably aware of podcast hosts saying, hey, give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, whatever. That helps. That helps us uh, crank up our rank. We want to crank our rank so that we can uh, get higher in search results. Like I said, we're trying to get 8 billion people listening. And, you know, animals are great. We love uh, when your dog or your cat or your, your rodent listens to the show, but they don't tend to have much uh, interaction. There's not as much, uh, what's the marketing buzzwords for it? Um, uh, you know, it'll come to me a little bit later. I'll just shout a random word at you in the middle of my sentence. But you get the idea. Like there's not as much a recurring, is it recurring? I don't want to say recurring user revenue. I got microtransactions on the brain. I digress. Uh, you know, the show needs to really get this road on the show. So let's talk about it. We have a great show for you this week. We're going to be talking about the Xbox Series X, uh, some video game shame, Netflix versus Disney Plus, listener questions, voicemail, a whole lot more. It's going to be fun. So let's get into the show. Now, originally, I was going to talk a lot about uh, Kanye West. I, I talked about him a little bit last week. I think it was last week because, you know, he's running for president, quote unquote, running for president. And he's also promoting an album. I'd say he's promoting the album more so than running for president. You know, he did a whole he did a whole rally in South Carolina. I think it was last Sunday. And by that point, it was already too late for him to legally run in South Carolina. And apparently South Carolina doesn't have write-in ballots. You can't write in a, a 
a uh, I was gonna say a customer's name, but you can't write it in a candidate's name like you can in California. I don't know. It feels like that should should be illegal. Like I think it, I think legally you should be able to write in whoever you want, even if we all know that it's gonna be between the red and the blue, the Democrat and the Republican. I have it uh, flipped around. The red is the Republican, Democrats the blue. You get the idea. Even if we know it's between a two-party system, I feel like you should be able to say whoever you want. You should be able to vote in that or write in that uh, wizard guy, whatever his name is. He runs every year. The guy who wears a, a boot on his head in Florida. <sighs> Am I losing you guys? Point is, I think you should be able to vote however you want, but apparently you can't in South Carolina. And I was going to talk a whole bunch about this, how there's like... Uh, well, he had this rally, and it was batshit crazy. He didn't even have a microphone. It, it was, it was. Uh, what's another? What's a nice word for a joke? I don't, I don't want to get too much into it because Kanye clearly has problems, and I think it, if we spend too much time just uh, mocking him, it's, it makes us look worse than he looks. That's the way I view things right now in the current state of the world. So instead, I want to talk about uh, the Xbox event that just happened on Thursday, which incidentally is the day that we are recording this episode. We don't actually – here's a little uh, bit of trivia for you guys on Chris to Chris. We don't actually record this episode or the, the new episodes on the day they release. That would require me to be up at 4 in the morning, 5 in the morning. I'm not an insane person, so I record the night before. And – on Thursday, July 23rd, 2020, I forgot how to say years, 2020, we uh, got this new Xbox event. They did one in, I think it was June, June, which was last month, and it was underwhelming to a lot of people. So they said, hey, we got another one coming. Don't worry. It's going to be great. We're going to focus more on our first party studios, the ones that are owned by Microsoft. And that's what they did. That's what they did. They uh, started with the game that everybody had been waiting to see forever, which was Halo Infinite. They finally got rid of the number scheming in Halo. You know, they had Halo, Halo 2, Halo 3, Halo 4, Halo 5. And this was supposed to be Halo 6, but it's not. This is Halo Infinite. And I don't know if this is supposed to be the end of Master Chief. I doubt it, right? He's, he's like Mickey Mouse. He's not going anywhere, probably. But the they... The, on Wednesday, they re revealed the box art for Halo Infinite, and it looks a lot like the box art for the first Halo, Halo Combat Evolved, which, by the way, trivia again for you, Combat Evolved was added to the name Halo. I think it was a Microsoft choice because they wanted it to be clear that this was a shooty-shooty-bang-bang, pew-pew kind of game. And just the word Halo wasn't enough for them. Or, you know, the guy on the box with a gun pointed at you it wasn't enough for you anyway the halo infinite box is like a callback to that it just looks better and cleaner and prettier but they showed halo infinite and my first impressions of it were like wow wow this does not graphically look as good as you would think it would because microsoft started the whole show saying hey xbox series x this is it this is the shit we have the most powerful console ever created so far and you know this this beats the playstation 5 essentially but the first game they show which is the game everybody had been waiting to see halo infinite graphically nah nah it, it just it just wasn't nah it, and not to say it looked bad i don't think it looked bad but as somebody i i've put like i don't know i have to i have to check my steam account but i i've put 
like over 35 hours at least into the Master Chief Collection, which is Halo, the first Halo all the way up to Halo 4, I believe. Includes Halo Reach now. But on PC, they only have Halo 1, 2, and 3. And I've played a good deal of the first Halo's campaign and a good deal of the multiplayer for Halo Reach, Halo, and Halo 2. That's much more information than you'd ever care to know. My point is, I have played a decent amount of Halo. And to be fair, also, I did briefly own an Xbox 360 back in the day. I did play Halo 3 ODST, all of the campaign on that one, and all of Halo Reach's campaign. So I played my fair share of Halo. I deserve to talk about this with some air of authority. And to be real, this might be controversial, but the campaigns in Halo, especially on the earlier ones, ODST was okay, Reach was okay, but it just... It doesn't do it for me. I'm going to be real. It just doesn't do it for me. And this Halo Infinite trailer just to me looks like an extension of those older games. It doesn't look like it's anything incredible. I just don't. I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing it. And apparently I wasn't alone. And, you know, the reason this graphic like you'd think, okay, Halo Infinite. This has been in development for several years now. It's supposed to be a launch title for the Xbox One series or Xbox Series X. Man, the naming scheme is such a freaking clusterfuck. But it's supposed to be a launch title for the Xbox Series X. This is supposed to be the reason you get an Xbox Series X. And it just Okay. Graphically it looks good. It looks better than any Halo, right? any Halo before it, but it's just not anything that screams next generation to me, and I guess that's partially because I've watched Sony's last conference, and hell, I watched Microsoft's conference, and their own games look better than this, and one of the reasons uh, that Halo Infinite does not look like this masterpiece of uh, next generation technology is because Microsoft has this new uh, new strategy going forward, which is that, hey, anything that we release on the Xbox Series X is also coming to the Xbox One. So their boxes, their video game boxes, are going to go from saying Xbox One to just saying Xbox. So it'll be it'll be compatible on the Xbox One and the Xbox Series X. So they said any first-party games we put out, at least for the first year, probably for the first few years, are going to be available on both systems. So they're trying to do this whole kind of Apple strategy, uh, Google Play strategy, smartphone strategy. That's what I'm trying to say. They're trying to do this whole thing where they're trying to blur the console lines. They're saying, look, we're just Xbox now. We have this clusterfuck of a name, Xbox Series X. This is the same company that just put out a console called Xbox One X. And now they have Xbox Series X. So they're like, look, we know that this is word vomit, right? We know this is word vomit. So we're just going to... (laughs) we're just going to call this Xbox. We're just calling it Xbox. That's the easiest way you guys can just follow us and understand what the hell we're talking about. So, (laughs) I'm losing myself. I'm losing myself. Snap out of it, Chris. Okay. So they did this event. Uh, This is their second one, like I said. The last one didn't get highly received. It was uh, highly received, highly praised. It wasn't well-received. I think on YouTube it was it was fairly ratioed. It was probably about half and half, half likes, half dislikes, which is not good if you're a multi-billion dollar company launching a new system this year. 
So they said, look, we got another one coming. And apparently this one was like all first party games, all all games that were created by studios owned by Microsoft. Incidentally, that also means that anybody who is a subscriber to Game Pass on Xbox or PC, uh, if you pay that $10 a month, you can get all of these games at no additional cost. You don't have to pay the $60 or $40 or whatever the game costs. You just pay that $10 a month and you can play it, which is, you know, that's not a bad deal. I've got a lot of thoughts on Game Pass. It's complicated. It's definitely complicated, especially for third-party and indie developers especially. But in that sense, uh, for you, the consumer, right now, it's a very good value. I digress. Let's get let's get into it. So they did their new, uh, whatever they called it, their new Xbox event, July event. And they showed off some games. I'm not going to get into every single game. Halo Infinite was one of them. Like I said... They're developing it for both the Xbox One and the Xbox Series X. And I think the Xbox One uh, half of it is what's holding it back. It it just doesn't look as next-gen as you would think it would. And I'm sure by the next Halo, that one probably won't be available on the Xbox One too. So it'll... See, I say Xbox One 2, and you might think I'm talking about another console. I mean T-O-O. That's how screwed up the Xbox naming convention is. Point being, Halo Infinite looks fine. just doesn't look amazing to me. They also showed off Psychonauts 2. I thought that looked awesome. I thought it looked awesome. I've put in, like, I don't know how many hours. i put in a fair amount of hours into the original. I need to get back into it. But now that I've seen this trailer... It doesn't, though the original looks like garbage compared to this new game. So thank you for ruining the original before I could really get into it. I know I've had like 20 years probably to really play it, but that's not my fault, okay? I've been busy. Uh, So Psychonauts 2 looks pretty awesome. They showed off this horror game called Medium. It gives off some real uh, Silent Hill kind of vibes. That looked pretty good to me, to be honest. They showed off a, a CGI trailer for a Fable reboot. People were pretty excited for that. They didn't show off Perfect Dark, which was also rumored. So Fable was rumored. Turns out it's real. Uh, Perfect Dark was also rumored, but uh, they didn't show that. So too bad. Uh, hopefully if they do bring back Perfect Dark, it's not like Perfect Dark. What was it Perfect Dark Zero on the 360 where they changed Joanna Dark to have an American accent? It's a prequel. She's got highlights in her hair and it wasn't a fun game. Allegedly, I didn't play it. So I'm talking out of my ass a little bit. They they showed a lot of CG, but not enough gameplay. So the CG to gameplay ratio was uh, skewed, I would say. Anyway, I thought it was better than their last event. I still would rank Sony's event higher. Just because, uh, well, here's one of the things. They showed off a lot of story-based games. A lot of things like kind of episodic style games. And they just didn't hit the same way that the Sony first-party games do. You know, I just played uh, The Last of Us Part Two, And there is no game on that level presentation-wise. No game uh, matches The Last of Us Part Two, And that's just because Sony owns these first-party studios. They own Naughty Dog and their own... Uh, their, uh, like, uh, Sucker Punch. Nobody... Really, Naughty Dog is the bar. But even even uh, Ghost of Tsushima, or Tsushima, however you pronounce it. I've been playing that game for uh, days now, and I st- I've been playing in the Japanese, uh, with Japanese dialogue, and I still don't know how to pronounce Tsushima. But I know most people pronounce it Tsushima. I used to be one of those people, but 
now I'm a douchebag that says, no, that's not how you pronounce it. I can't tell you how to pronounce it, but that's not how you pronounce it. Anyway, I digress. That was their event. I thought it was all right. Uh, I thought the Sony one was a little bit better. Um, still don't have a price on the Xbox Series X. We don't. They still haven't officially acknowledged that the cheaper version, the less powerful version of that system, Lockhart, they still haven't acknowledged that that exists. Even though Sony went right out the gate, they said, hey, we got the uh, PS5 and the PS5 Digital Edition. So we'll see. I'm expecting uh, expensive. I expect expense. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Let's move on. It's just the tip of the week. So about 13 years ago, oh my gosh, 13, 13 years ago, I was a sophomore in college. I was taking a lot of media-focused communication classes because I am one of those weirdos that likes public speaking, and I like talking about movies and video games in general, right? Anyway, 13 years ago, I'm taking one of these media communication classes, and we are told by a professor that we need to make a speech about something. I, I don't remember what the syllabus said, but it probably said, make a speech about something. So I decided to talk about movie censorship, I think. But this story isn't about me, so ignore that last sentence. This story is about the chick that was in my class that decided to talk about video games. By the way, buckle up. This is a very video game heavy show. So uh, if you're not into video games, uh, please just suffer through it. So she wanted to talk about video games. And when I say talk about video games, I mean she wanted to bitch about video games. She was not a fan of the video games. Actually, I think she wasn't a fan of her boyfriend that played video games because every single word in her speech sounded like she was complaining about her boyfriend playing Call of Duty all the time. I remember this being significant because... I did a lot of research for my speech. I, I made a PowerPoint. I brought in quotes and I, I did a lot of studying and I brought in facts and, you know, the whole nine yards. I did it. I made an actual presentation. This chick just came in off the cuff. She said things like, video games are for children. And she said, you look stupid screaming into your headset every time I come home. It was pretty obvious she was projecting here. So she ended her speech by saying, uh, video games are just a big waste of time and there's better things to do with your life. Come on, guys. That was the most, like, that was the thing that's never left my head. She ended her speech with, come on, guys. And then the professor, she was like, eh, nice job. Well done. <laughs> so it was that moment that I realized I worked way too hard on my speech. I should have just said, hey, censorship is bad. Come on, guys. Anyway, uh, this week's tip is, please do not be so obvious when you are projecting about how much you hate your boyfriend's love for video games. You look like an asshole. Actually, I do have another story about this chick in the radio class I took. I will tell it at another time because... This episode is already going long. Let's move on to a little thing we like to call Video Game Corner. 
Now, I know what you're thinking. We already did Video Game Corner during the uh, top of the episode. But I guess we're wrong. I guess we're wrong. Normally, you know, we like to do a whole video game-themed episode in June for E3. But E3 is just not happening this year. So we're just going to kind of spread it out like they are. I'm going to inflict the pain on you if you're not a video game fan. But, you know, in that case, like, why are you listening to the show? I know the answer to that. Because you want to be one of 8 billion lucky people that are subscribed to the Chris to Chris podcast. So very much uh, thank you for that. So this this week's Video Game Corner, since we already, like, really went heavy-handed into the Xbox stuff, I'm just going to kind of hit up a few quick stories briefly. First, uh, first story here is that Joe Rogan will not be doing the commentary for UFC 4 because he apparently hates reading mind-numbing, empty dialogue for hours at a time. And if you know, if you're doing, this is funny because if you're doing voiceover for a sports game, especially if you're an announcer, like, you know, UFC, Madden, FIFA, whatever, if you're doing voiceover for that sort of thing, can you imagine it being anything other than just pain? <laughs> like, you're, you're just, like, sh- you're just saying, like, commentary, empty, empty words, empty commentary for something that's not happening. You have to show excitement for a fight you're not seeing, for a, a pass that's not happening, for a, a, a goal that will never exist. I'm not. I'm not surprised he hates his experience with that. You know, because he does the the Joe Rogan podcast, the Joe Rogan experience, and that's just him being free. And this is the opposite of that. Even though it's a paycheck, you know, he's got he's got to do a few hours for a few days, and he's just like, you know, what? I make too much money. I just made hundred, you know, whatever it is, a six. What is it? Nine figure deal with Spotify. That's the rumor. I think a nine figure deal with Spotify, and you want me to make a, a couple million, whatever they pay at EA, to do some UFC voiceover. Nah. And apparently, they had, for the last game, UFC 3, they had to splice together audio from him do announcing real fights. Like, that's how much he hates it. He didn't even do it for real. Like, they just said, okay, we're going to... I'm assuming they just paid him a pittance and said, okay, we're just going to take you saying things in real fights and add it to our game. In other news, the rapper Logic, he's going to be retiring from hip-hop with his final album called No Pressure, which is actually, I believe, releasing the same day as this podcast, uh, July 24th. He's not paying us to say that. It's just a fact. He said that he's going to be retiring from rap to focus on being like an awesome dad. And then like a few days later, there's a a press release that goes out saying that he signed a seven-figure deal to stream himself playing video games on Twitch. So you know what? You know what? I, I, I'm going to be getting royalties from rap songs forever. I might as well. You know, I'm rich. I'm rich. I might as well just uh, play video games. <laughs> be a dad and play video games. It's not a bad deal. Not a bad deal. So uh, congrats to him. Uh, let's see. Other news here. The U.S. Army has stopped streaming on Twitch. Speaking of Twitch, they're going to stop streaming on Twitch because of a series of unfortunate events. I uh, really, uh, really fumbled those words. First, uh, first unfortunate event here was that they got in trouble for holding a giveaway contest or several giveaway contests where they apparently just didn't actually give anything away. The prize that I saw mentioned recurringly was an Xbox One 
Elite controller. They'd say, hey, you know, enter your information here for the chance to win an Xbox One Elite controller. And then, you know, nobody won. <laughs> and what they would do, though, is they take your information and send it to an Army recruitment officer. So that's fun. Then they got in some hot water for banning people from their Twitch, uh, <laughs> their Twitch chats for mentioning war crimes which was apparently like most of the people in their chat. So it's just ban, 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 ban. I like the U.S. Army. Ban, ban, ban. So now uh, the Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez has introduced a bill that would ban the military from using video games, esports, and streaming services like Twitch or YouTube as a recruitment tool. Now, you guys, you guys uh, might remember the America's Army video games, if you're old like me. You guys remember that? They were funded by the U.S. military, and they were free. That was the thing. That was what made them an obvious recruitment tool. It was like, okay, it's called America's Army, and it's a free game. This was before free-to-play games were really popular and a thing. And so, like, it was just, hey, there's a free online multiplayer game, and it's all about the U.S. military. And I actually remember playing the original a few times when it came out. I downloaded it. You know, I want to give it a shot. I was a kid. I was a teenager. I'm like, let's play this thing. And I remember it wasn't as fun as something like Rainbow Six or Counter-Strike. So I went back to those games instead. I had already paid for them. Might as well play something better, right? And, you know, you can, you can love or you can hate Miss AOC, but those games... <laughs> were definitely blatantly trying to recruit people into the army. And I actually have a recruitment story of my own that I should tell soon. It's a, I was going to say it's a doozy, but it's more of a, it's not a snoozy. It's just a infuriating. That, that doesn't, that doesn't flow well. Mike, edit that out. Edit that out. That's not, that's not how I want to sound. I want to sound cooler than that. Point is, I do have an army recruitment story of my own that we will tell on this show, as long as none of my listeners try to murder me. Actually, uh, speaking of murder, we have a voicemail from uh, Mr. Colos Dolos. Let's go ahead and play that. Hello, this is Colos Dolos again. Michael, Michael, Michael. Look, I have been outside your, what you would call, I guess, your apartment. It just looks like a shithole. I guess you'll have to believe that. I am sorry. But, uh, Anyway, I've been out. I've not seen you return home. Uh, that that makes me sad. I don't know if you heard, but A Quiet Place 2 is coming out in theaters in September. At least that is the plan. I did not hear that. And I just thought maybe I could take you to a quiet place. Hmm. And uh, we could uh, do things where you will... Hmm? Just in case... Uh-oh. We're having issues. Monsters that have the good hearing. I just think maybe you need to practice. Nothing uh, homoerotica or anything <laughs> like that. Nothing like that. This is totally platonic. So, Michael, can can we just for your safety, I want to practice. If uh oh, we're having some uh, technical difficulties here. But so far, Mike, this sounds uh very promising. I'm lucky where this is going. For the rest of your short life. <laughs> Thank you. Please. 
please give me a call. Thank you very much for the voicemail, Kolos. That was pretty nice of you to describe Mike's place as a shithole because I think Mike wishes he lived in a shithole. It's actually a shame that some of the audio was lost, but I think we could fill in the gaps, right? Mike is a beautiful, beautiful, very short life ahead of him. So look forward to that, Mike. As always, if you guys would like to leave us a message, you can do so by calling us at 909-486-3673. Again, that's 909-486-3673. Or, you know, if you remember by words and numbers, 909-GUN-DOPE. Again, that's 909-GUN-DOPE. Leave us a message. My lawyer, Mike, here likes to remind us all, or he likes me to remind you all, that uh, if you leave us a message, there's a good chance we'll play it. You know, you can you can say something nice, you can say something not so nice. There's a good chance we'll play it and respond to you. All right? So please do so. It's not a threat. It's a promise. Do it. Now, let's move on to the news. <laughs> Years ago, Netflix struck a huge deal with Disney. The deal went that after a certain amount of time, Netflix would have exclusive streaming rights to new Disney movies, including the Marvel movies, Star Wars movies, Pixar, etc., etc., etc. And then Disney said, hey, you know what? Fuck you, Netflix. We're going to make our own Netflix. We're going to call it Disney Edition, and we're going to charge $7 a month for it. We're going to kill you. And the deal with Disney lasted from 2016 to this year, 2020. So Disney movies have been gradually disappearing from Netflix this year. And when Disney Plus launched, people said, hey, that's it. Shut it down, Netflix. I don't need you anymore. I only care about Disney shit anyway. And they cost half as much as you. But according to IndieWire, the deal that they signed has all of the Disney movies that came out between January 2016 and December 2018 coming back to Netflix in 2026. But the cherry on top here is that the deal also has these movies leaving Disney+. Plus. You hear me? They're going to go back to Netflix and leave Disney+. Plus. Their own movies are leaving their service. That means... Rogue One, The Last Jedi, Solo, Zootopia, Coco, Moana, Thor, Ragnarok, Infinity War, Ant-Man 2, Doctor Strange, etc., etc., etc. ton of other movies are going to be uh, only available to stream on Netflix. You know, uh, according to IndieWire, they, they said they're going to have to lawyer up. Disney's going to have to lawyer up, which means really pay up. Because you can... I think Netflix originally was going to have The Office, like, forever. I think they even said they would. But uh, Comcast, NBC Universal, whoever, uh, Comcast said, hey, we're going to pay you billions of dollars to get The Office back. And Netflix was like, okay, cool. We'll take billions of dollars for a show that you already owned. So apparently uh, the entire streaming scene is just one big clusterfuck. It's not just Disney and Netflix. It's HBO Max and Peacock and Amazon. They're all just a big mess of of rights squabbles. Actually, speaking of Peacock, I've been seeing a lot of Peacock ads on my Facebook recently. Comcast really wants me to get Peacock. 
but apparently they also don't want me to watch it either. As of now, you can't download the Peacock app on Roku, Amazon Fire, PlayStation 4, Samsung TVs, etc. It's like, okay, the, 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 anything anything I'd want to watch a movie or a TV show on, NBC's like, nah, nah. You can, you can, you can watch it on a web browser, though, or your phone. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'd rather watch it on a TV conveniently. I have a, a Samsung TV and a Roku in on our other TV. And, you know, those have been pretty good. They've been, I, they've had everything. So I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. And I probably, there's one show I want to watch on Peacock, which is uh, AP Bio. They uh, canceled that show and then it got renewed exclusively for Peacock Premium. And I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait until all the episodes are available and I'll pay for one month and I'll be done with Peacock until, you know, the next year, assuming it gets renewed again. But I'm not optimistic. I'm not optimistic because they seem to be fumbling every step of this. But they they really want me to get Peacocks through a Comcast cable box. They're like, look, you can get it on your phone. You can get it on on your web browser, but you know what you can really get it on? A Comcast cable box. All you need is uh, uh, to pay hundreds of dollars per month. You could pay uh, $5, what is it, $5 for the premium version? Or you could pay us hundreds of dollars a month for our shitty cable. Who do you think your audience is for a streaming service, Comcast? It's cord cutters, like me. It's not, it's not the 60-year-old guy with cable that doesn't want to figure out a Roku. It's not that guy. It's me. It's me. But, you know, capitalist motherfuckers. They said, hey, if you pay us hundreds of dollars every single month for cable, we're going to throw up Peacock Premium for free. You can get that $5 per month service on the house, bitch. It has ads, though. If you, you can pay $10 for the ad-free version, but according to their own website, the ad-free version still has ads uh, for select movies and TV shows because of blah, 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 blah. Anyway, that is our news. Uh, <laughs> thank you for listening. They, they, they shut down the wiener schnitzel at my house on Tuesday. Sorry to segue so so harshly, such a left turn of segues, but they, I really want you to know that they, they shut down the wiener schnitzel by my house on Tuesday because they're gonna, or they're gonna, they did, they were filming a commercial, a wiener schnitzel commercial. I'm assuming there's gonna be masks in this commercial, even though there's masks in so few commercials. I'm talking out of my ass here. I am a cord cutter. I don't see a lot of commercials anymore. Anyway, uh, I, I know this not because I was trying to eat at wiener schnitzel. I will admit that I have eaten at that wiener schnitzel uh, more times than I would like to admit. But I haven't eaten there in a long time, very long time, and that's because, you know, the food is garbage. I I wasn't trying to eat there this time. The reason I know about it is because there's this local YouTuber that shared a video showing off the, you know, the, the trailers for the, the, the stars that were there. <laughs> you know, it's the cast and crew and uh, the sun. Everybody's waiting around the sun. It was like 90 degrees uh, Fahrenheit for you non-American freedom lovers on uh, Tuesday when it was being filmed. I've actually been in a few commercials, never for anything as prolific and uh, and uh, honorable as Wiener Schnitzel, though. But I digress. Let's move on to a little thing 
we like to call Dell. What time is it? Chris to Chris presents Listen Question Time. Thank you, Dell. Our first question comes from Ken. Ken asks, in a street fight, who would win, Taco Bell or Chipotle? First of all, let me be very clear. Every single day of the week, if you offer me the choice of Chipotle or Taco Bell, I will choose Chipotle every time. That said, I think Taco Bell would win in a street fight between the two. See, Chipotle is just, they're just too professional to win in a street fight with Taco Bell. Taco Bell's been around the block. Taco Bell don't give a fuck, right? Yo, we need to sell more trash. Here's a Doritos taco. Hey, hey, we heard you like French fries. We threw some nacho cheese on that shit. Just eat it. That's Taco Bell. Chipotle, they're better in pretty much every way, right? But you know that Taco Bell is going to fight dirty in that street fight. So I think that they would win. Thank you for that uh, very, very original question, Ken. Uh, Devin asks, do you wear masks? Do you wear uh, masks? Devin is not illiterate like me. Devin says, do you wear masks over any other holes on your body? First of all, I just want to mention that this question gave me an idea for a game called Guess the Orifice. My wife did not like the name, though, so I'm going to keep workshopping that or just asking other people because, you know, she could be the outlier in this situation. But I did think Guess the Orifice. I thought that might be a fun game. Anyway, I do wear a mask over my mouth and nose holes. That's three holes in total, I believe. But most of the other holes are just kind of covered by default without any specific mask or jock strap. But maybe that is a good idea, Devin. Uh, maybe we should make some official up and loaded ask masks. Ass masks. That's a hard thing to say. Uh, masks for your asks. Uh, maybe we should do that. You know, uh... One of the things that people were complaining about, they said, you know, Trump should have just made some Trump 2020 masks and maybe the uh, pandemic wouldn't be as bad as it is right now. So we're going to do some up and loaded masks, maybe masks for your other orifices. Thank you for the the question. Devin. <laughs> uh, we're going to we're going to chew on that idea. Ken asks, if I was a superhero, what would my superpower be? Well, that is a lot of pressure, Ken. I've never given anybody else their own superpower. I've never assigned that to somebody saying, hey, your superpower is this. I feel like whatever I'm going to say will definitely disappoint you. So I've got to say something badass. Ken, your superpower would be laser pointer eyes. Your eyes would shoot out a constant laser like Cyclops from the X-Men, but instead of destroying everything you look at, you would uh, you would project two mildly harmful lasers instead, you know? Unfortunately, this will cause people to get kind of angry or irritated at you anytime you look at them in the eyes, but, you know, cats are going to love it. You know, you just be looking at the wall, cats will be all over it. But uh, you will have to lock the cats in the laundry room anytime you want to watch TV because they will destroy your TV. So I hope that you enjoy that superpower. If anybody else wants laser pointer eyes, just uh, ask me the same exact question as Ken. I'll give you the same exact answer. Yilly asks, if you were hiring, which human rights do you require to be waived? 
That is an excellent question, Yoli. Mike is actually holding up a piece of paper, Yoli. What's that say? All of them? Shut up, Mike. So if we were hiring, and I'm thinking about firing Mike, so we might be hiring, but if we were hiring, we'd probably require that you waive your right to remain silent. This is, after all, a podcast. We need people to talk. Even Helen Kellen, Helen Kellen, Helen, uh, even Helen Keller figured it out somehow. So I'm going to need you to figure out a way to communicate if you want to be on this show. I think we'd also make you uh, waive your right to sue us. You know, arbitration clauses are all the rages nowadays. You you can't play a new video game without agreeing not to sue the publisher. (laughs) So I think we'd make you sign one of those, even though I hate them. Now I'm suddenly seeing the value in them as somebody who doesn't want to be sued. Ken asks, oh, uh, thank you for that question, Yuli. Ken asks, why is it that people distrust the government but trust the scientists paid for by the government? Well, Ken, I think it's because most people see scientists as nerds that just don't have the balls to fuck us over. But it's universally accepted that a politician has no problem fucking you over in a heartbeat. So I think that's it. I think that's it. I think the, the politicians have earned that rep more than the scientists. Ken also asks, what is the longest you have gone without sleep? And what did you eat? Ken, when I was living in Vegas, I would drive down to see my girlfriend in Southern California every other weekend. And one weekend I drove down and she wasn't feeling too good at all, like really bad. So we ended up taking her to the emergency room and we didn't have insurance, which was... Ugh, a lot of fun. So we were there for a very long time. I did not get any sleep the entire trip I was there. When we finally left the ER, I took her home and I drove my ass all the way back to Vegas. And I had to get to work. My shift was going to be starting within a few hours. And SoCal to Vegas is three to four, three to five hours, depending on uh, traffic. So I didn't even stop to go home, just went straight to work. And I barely made it. I barely made it. I drank two big Red Bulls to keep me up. That's a... No, never mind. I was going to make a joke that uh, I don't think is appropriate. I drank two big Red Bulls. And by the time I got off work, my, my spine was literally twitching from all of the caffeine and sleep. At the time, I thought the twitching was from the lack of sleep purely. But after drinking enough uh, caffeine, I realized, hey... You drank too much Red Bull, but it did keep me up. So I was awake for probably about 48 hours, maybe a little bit more. And I don't know what I ate. If anything, I'm sure I ate something, but it was probably garbage. Probably something I got from a vending machine, like some kind of Doritos pretzel trash mix. So I was awake for 48 plus hours. I went home and slept for about 12 hours straight, which is the longest I've ever slept to this day. Don't recommend it. Don't recommend it, but I did it. I could say I did it. Thank you for the question, Ken. Devin asks, does Twitter banning QAnon counts only embolden their cause? Probably. Probably. Uh, A Twitter alternative probably won't work any better than a YouTube alternative will, though. You know, people can try to make their own Twitter, their own YouTube, but it's so costly and it costs so much work just to getting uh, people to move platforms especially when you control so much of it right there's 
probably billions of people on Twitter. There's billions of people on YouTube, Facebook, whatever, Instagram. Trying to get billions or even hundreds of millions of people to move to another platform is a lot of work, very expensive, and unlikely to succeed. So if you ban an account, they're they're just going to make a new account, right? I doubt very much that Twitter is banning by IP addresses, especially since it's so futile with VPNs these days. And by banning somebody like a QAnon guy, you are convincing them that you are part of some kind of deep state cover-up. It's a conspiracy theory fodder. It's, uh, you know, another inappropriate joke was just avoided. Point is, uh, Twitter and Facebook are in this very weird position right now. They got to prove to the government that they are not censoring people on the right, but they are based out of Silicon Valley. And a lot of people in Silicon Valley definitely want these people to be censored. Definitely want to. And I get it to a certain extent, but uh, it's so, you're, you're in so much entrenched in that bubble up in uh, Northern California that you can go really far off the deep end. So I don't envy their position. I don't envy Twitter's position or uh, Facebook's position because I'm pretty sure that whatever decision they make, they made the wrong one. They're, they're going to piss off their employees. You know, Facebook had all these employees just like, I think they did a walkout or just refused to work, something like that. And it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard because you got government regulation and you have uh, employee, I was going to say degradation just to rhyme, but that doesn't make any sense. You got employees just kind of saying, screw you. And so, yeah, you, you, you got ideologies. Like, they're, they're in this weird spot because they're based in this location that is very much entrenched in their own ideologies. And those ideologies are so offended by certain alternative ideologies and granted am i making any sense am i going too far into the weeds point is uh, just to just to cut this a uh, little bit shorter point is yeah i think uh, anytime you start banning based on certain criteria i think that you will create more of a backlash than anything uh, by trying to silence voices as ad- abhorrent as they might be by trying to silence or squash things, you are creating more resistance, especially when they have no trouble just getting right back on the horse, right? I don't know. Uh, Thank you for that question, Devin. Ken asks, not to get too political, but do you think if Joe Biden is elected, I should stock up on ice cream? Yeah, that is a little too political for this show, Ken, but thank you for the question. Uh, Most definitely. Uh, if If you like corn pops... You better buy a gun, though, because those are going to be harder to find than Clorox wipes. So I do think Corn Pop should be uh, Joe Biden's VP. We should get some kind of uh, change.org petition going on for that. Thank you for the question, Ken. Ken also asks, I noticed in the musical Newsies that one character constantly has a cigar. Why didn't Disney blur it out? How offended should I be? I'm assuming this is on Disney+. Plus. Uh, Ken, you should be extremely offended. Disney has failed to protect you. They failed to protect you from knowing that cigars exist. 
Legacy content on Disney Plus is a sticky situation. The Simpsons alone, which is on Disney Plus, they they made it a big selling point for Disney Plus. You can watch The Simpsons on Disney Plus. The Simpsons alone is a minefield of shit that somebody at Disney definitely wants to ban. Twitter, Facebook style. They want to ban it. There's somebody at Disney that's like, yo, we need this off of here. There's an episode where Homer and Bart start a farm for their tobacco crops, which is a tomato-tobacco hybrid. And I'd imagine, like, when they first announced that Disney was buying Fox, that tobacco episode was the first thing I thought of. And I remember another episode where Homer explicitly states how much he jerks off. And that was another thing I thought of. I'm like, jeez, like... That's not going to fly at Disney. But I do, it's like one of the later seasons. And by this point, Simpsons has been on for like over 30 years. But later, that could be like season 15, 16. So, yeah, I that was another thing I thought of. I, I'm just like, okay, so Disney is not cool with the freaking cigarette being lit in an Avengers movie. But they're cool with Homer using the word masturbate. But as far as I'm aware, the only episode that they've banned on the Simpsons is the one where uh, Michael Jackson voices a character without even being credited as Michael Jackson. Oh, and the, the one where Homer and the golden girls all wear mud masks. Thank you for the question, Ken. Ken also asks, what do you think was the cause of the toilet paper famine in 2020? And if scientists found a way to make sure it never happens again, well, Ken, the cause was good old fashioned hysteria. It's very hard to replicate, but uh, it's also great for capitalism. Uh, Charmin and Cottonelle and Angel Soft, I think they've got to be cleaning up right now, or at least they were a few months ago. But I do not think that scientists have found a cure for this yet. But to be fair, I also don't think that they are looking for one. We will keep you updated. Thank you very much for the questions, everybody. As always, if anybody would like to ask us a question, you can do so on our Facebook or our Twitter or even our instant graham cracker at up and loaded, U-P-N-L-O-A-D-E-D. Ask us a question. We put out a feeler every single week on our Facebook and Twitter. We say, hey, we got a podcast coming up. Ask us a question. So please feel free to do so. You can also ask us a question on our actual website, upandloaded.com, which you can also download this episode. You know, I said that uh, you should subscribe through one of those uh, podcasting services, and you definitely should because, again, we do want to track you. We want to know everything about you and your family and your family's family, that sort of thing. But, you know, if you just want to get your feet wet, go to our website. You can download it. You can stream it. And uh, we, we would love for you to uh, share this show with your, your familia. Let's wrap the show up with some poll results. Oh, my gosh. This is the whole thing. I could do a whole episode on this, actually. Uh, last week, we asked on our Twitter, we said, should TikTok be banned? I think we might do a whole episode on this. We got zero votes, which is un precedented for this show a couple weeks back we were bragging about how we had a huge amount of uh, uh votes on our poll for it was a trump related poll a political poll and we asked you know should tiktok be banned one of the options was no no need for privacy we put a chinese flag emoji right next to that and then the other option was yes support u.s spies american flag emoji there's a lot of talk about Twitter doing shadow bans or censorship. Uh, I'm starting to, I don't know, I'm starting to think. I'm starting to think there's some smoke to the fire. Is that, is that appropriate? Is that a good way to say it? I'm starting to think that there's, uh, there's something to it. There's something to it. 
Zero votes. Unprecedented. Unprecedented. And if you're new to the show, I don't want you to think that we're some kind of loser podcast that gets zero votes. We're not. Jeez, I promise you, we're not. Especially if you get your mom to like this page on Facebook. By the way, if you haven't done so, uh, please uh, uh, like our up and loaded page on Facebook or Twitter, whatever accounts your mom has, Instagram Cracker. Uh, please do so whenever she goes to the bathroom or whatever, she leaves her phone unlocked and unattended. We would really appreciate that. Your mom would definitely enjoy our content, I think. I'm not officially endorsing that. I'm just saying that as a possibility. Haha, <laughs> wink, wink. Anyway, zero votes. And I think it was that Chinese flag emoji. I think that was what did it. I think that was what did it. I think that there's too much, too much political, too much, I don't know the word for it is, fire, too much political explosiveness there. It's, it's a problem. Can't say the word China. I'm not even going to put the word China in our tags for this. However, you know, there's some bot, some analytical bot that's listening to the audio on this right now. This episode might be buried. You gotta let this. You gotta let this be heard. All right. I want to sound like Alex Jones. Point is, uh, yeah, zero votes, and this is unprecedented. I'm, I'm angry. I'm actively angry, and I don't want to say I'm angry at you guys, the listeners, but I am making a very. I'm disappointed in you, face. But again, like you know, that might not be your fault. Twitter might have just actively hid this from you. I don't know. I don't know, but I do also want, I want to keep the door open in case Twitter wants to pay me a nine-figure nine deal like Joe Rogan to exclusively stream this podcast on their platform. I don't think they've ever done this, anything like that for a podcast. It's really not Twitter's wheelhouse, but you never know. You never know. So Twitter, I really like you, but right now, I really don't like you. I, I say I really like you, but come on. Come on. Who, who are we kidding? Who are we kidding? Screw you, Twitter. Anyway. Uh, this week's poll asks, what new console are you most excited for? That sounds uh, safe, right? That sounds like something Twitter might not ban. We might do that poll on Facebook. You know what? Screw you, Twitter. We might. We'll see. We'll see. That's why you got to follow us on all these platforms. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Cracker, up and loaded, U-P-N-L-O-E-D-E-D. Don't forget, of course, that you can subscribe to the show anywhere podcasts are sold for free. We're there. We're there. I ramble. Guys, you have really stuck through this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you had a good time. I sure did. I sure did. I have to work tomorrow, uh, Saturday, the day this uh, episode airs. It's Friday. I have to work, so it's going to be difficult for me. But I want you to uh, I want you to think of me and just uh, remember that this has been episode 91 of Chris to Chris. Just remember that. Hey, that was episode 91 of Chris to Chris. And you need to... Or if you're listening, if you, if you are self-actualized, you need to think, I need to. Go ahead and enjoy your weekend. Or else. <laughs>